Hi, this is Jamin Fraser, and you're listening to The Insecurity Project, solving the insecurity problem at a global level. This podcast is a mixture of interviews, coaching sessions, and personal development content. You'll hear me chat with experts, authors, speakers, and individuals who've gone on to do great things in their life as a result of working through their insecurity. You'll hear brave souls being willing to have a live coaching demonstration recorded where they work through their insecurity. And you'll hear 10 Minute Tuesday, which is a chance for me to deliver high-quality personal development content to help you on your journey. I hope you find it useful. Now on to today's show. Hey, it's Jamin. It's 10 Minute Tuesday time. This week, I want to show you the process for overcoming insecurity in your life. There are nine essential stages for a complete process of eradicating insecurity. And this is the problem that I think about most in my life. It's the, it's the mission of my life, really, the, to provide a complete solution to solving the insecurity problem. So I want to give you an overview of these nine stages. So here they are. The first one is awareness. I mean, if you don't know that there's insecurity, well, you can't really be solving the insecurity problem in your life. Often the problems people are solving are superficial problems, problems around I have too much weight, I don't have enough money, uh, my friendships aren't working, I have dysfunctions in my marriage, uh, you know, I don't have any confidence. They're the problems people are trying to solve. Um, but underneath those problems, the driver is always this fear of inadequacy, this limiting belief that in some way you were not enough. So it's this insecurity that causes the surface problems. So uh, all change on this level starts with an awareness that, oh my goodness, yeah, actually, when I'm really honest with myself, I'm afraid that there is something lacking with me and I'm insecure about being found out. So it starts by coming out of hiding, being willing to own your position, to be honest about where you are right now, and to stop running from this thing. The second aspect of the change process is responsibility. It's to step out of the victim space and to see yourself as the powerful person in this story. To let go of all blame and excuse and replace it with responsibility and choice. Because often people imagine that they feel insecure because of what has happened to them in in their life. You know, I feel no good about myself because when I was five, my dad said he didn't want to be around me anymore. Or my school teacher said I was stupid. Or, you know, some kid picked on me. That's why I'm insecure because of what has happened. But it's actually not because of what has happened. It's the story you told yourself about why that happened and what it meant about you. Uh, remember we're sense making creatures and we're always telling stories so you're the one who told the story you're the one who created the insecurity it was not created by someone or something for you so all change work starts with responsibility 100% responsibility you created this thing and only you can change it thirdly it's, it's vitally important to count the cost of insecurity uh, unless there is massive pain in your life around this stuff you're not going to change it this is hard this is some of the hardest work you will ever do so you have to be fully aware of the fact that you cannot go another day being limited by this fear it has ruined so much of your opportunities and so much joy in your life to this point and no longer no no more will you tolerate this so to fully weigh at the cost to stack the pain, to imagine what this would be like to still have this fear operating at full noise in your life in five years, in 10 years, in 20 years. Because all change work, you need pain to change. It is about getting out of pain and staying out of pain. So stack the pain and then listen to the pain because this pain is actually telling you, hey, listen, you weren't designed to feel like this, so make a change for goodness sake. 
Number four, know exactly what you want. Be very, very clear about the specifics of what you would like your life to be. Without a compelling vision for your future, there is no reason to change. Desire is the driver. It is the thing that causes you to face up to this fear, which is hard and scary, and there's a whole bunch of uncertainty and insecurity around it, obviously. So without a compelling vision, without a strong desire, without a clear picture in your mind of exactly how you would like your life to be, uh, you won't have the leverage to maintain the process of overcoming this. It will get too hard. And the moment you lose sight of what, exactly what you want and, and the life you really desire, then you just lose the drive and the motivation to keep processing this point of change. Number five, okay, face the fear. So there is no way around this. You can't, you can't avoid and overcome insecurity in your life just by uh, forcing your way through, just by pretending like that's not there, just by acting uh, as though you didn't have it, just by driving forward. Um, we're going to have to go fight, fight the dragon, face the dragon, deal with the fear. So at some point in this process, there's this willingness to go, okay, I've been running for this thing my whole life. I am now going to go and explore exactly what it is that I believe about myself and to really sit with this fear and to explore where this fear came from and is this fear actually true. So this is a journey into pain, not away from it. It gets harder before it gets easier, but this is the hero's journey and you are the hero in the story. So there's no way around this. At some point, you're going to have to face this thing Number six, get help. And uh, I say this because in all my observations around what is required for lasting change, I think that an outside voice is essential. And, and the most essential part of it is objectivity. Because this fear is so real in your mind and you've gathered so much evidence to prove that it's real, you are going to need someone who is entirely outside of your story, who has no agenda other than to serve you, to really help you see the holes in that story to see that you're actually not afraid of, of not being enough. You're afraid of the thought of not being enough. It is just a work of fiction. It is just a story you have created. There is no dragon except in your mind. Now, that's so hard to see just from your own eyes. You need someone outside of you with no judgment, not giving you advice, just holding that space for you, helping you become aware and to walk that journey that only you can walk. Number seven, discover the origin. So where did this story begin? Uh, this is a crucial piece in the puzzle, and I think I've watched people go so close to overcoming insecurity and not get here, and it all falls over. So this is essential. Where did this story begin? Where did the story of lack or shame or fear or inadequacy begin? When was the first time you told yourself you were not enough? When did things change for you? Because there was a point. There was a moment in time. And, and I know that because... If you were to think about where you began, wherever, wherever that was, it doesn't make any sense for you to have a story of inadequacy. You hadn't done anything. So if you were to float back far enough in the history of becoming you, you know, back before you were born, even before you were conceived, still all the stuff that came together to become you was, was in existence. So if you were to float all the way back, you could go back before the story of inadequacy and experience the freedom of being outside of that story. Number eight, be the storyteller. So from that position of being free from the story back before the story, go and reimagine the story. It's not the event that caused you pain when you discover the specific event. And by the way, it is always possible to discover the specific event. You might not have conscious awareness of it, but subconsciously you do know when things change for you. So be present for yourself until you discover that. 
but it's not the event it's the meaning you placed on the event again you're not the actor in the story you are the storyteller so as an adult go back to that experience and ask a better question what else could that mean what if that was not about me what if when mum and dad got a divorce that wasn't my fault oh, what if that was their problem not mine huh, what if the, the school teacher who called me stupid was actually worried about her results and, and imposing her insecurity onto me wow that had nothing to do with me amazing so write a new story. And it's not like you have to go back and find the true story. It's all story, right? So you can have any story you like. Um, just make sure you pick beautiful, expansive stories that allow you to flourish. And finally, manage your state. So you will, after rewriting your story, it is very possible to find yourself going back into that old story and having bad days where you're reminded of that insecurity. So the order of this is always story, state, strategy. Remember that. Get clear about the kind of story you are living out of who are you in that story write that story be very very clear about aligning yourself with a beautiful story an expansive story a story that says you are enough a story that says you are worthy the story that says you are beautiful that you have value make sure you are living out of that story if you don't change that story well then no no amount of state management is going to be useful to you but having aligned yourself with the kind of story you want to live out of, then work out how to manage your state. There's a whole bunch of key stuff around state management so that you are able to be at your best when it matters most. And then go and work out what you need to do. Often people are living strategy, state, story, but that's, uh, that's a, crazy strat- a crazy plan for getting ahead. Always stay with story. Now manage your state because state is king, right? If you can manage your state, you can control your outcomes. So... Look, that's an overview of the nine. Obviously, there's lots to unpack in, unpack in each of those stages. Um, but if I could be useful to you in this journey, uh, this is what I was born to do. So you know how to find me, and I hope that's been of value to you today. You've been listening to The Insecurity Project. If you're interested in finding out more about dealing with your own insecurity, check out the 30-day online Overcoming Insecurity Bootcamp combines high-quality frameworks with one-on-one coaching to help you eradicate the fear of not being good enough and give yourself permission to really flourish in life. For more information, check out jaymanfraser.com.